It's July 26, 2022. My name is Jimmy Van, and it's time to know your news tonight. My guest knows a lot more about Star Trek than I do, but much like me, he loves animals and he loves a good pint. He is the creator of W. Steve W., and that is an awesome name, by the way. Thank w. You very Steve much. W. Thank you. And Wrestle Juice, and he's the co-host of the Going and Raw podcast. This is Steve here. Steve, how are you, man? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me on the show, Jimmy. It is so good to talk to you. You're one of the guys I very much respect. I was asking you uh, before we started taping, like, how long have you been doing this, and how did you get into it? And you've uh, developed a hell of a following for yourself, man. So good for you, and I know this is going to be fun. So here's what's going to happen. I am going to talk to you about the KYN7, seven of the top news stories of the week that are stupid, funny, and weird. I'm going to get your reactions. I'm going to ask you questions along the way. And every single week, there is so much stupid, ridiculous shit that is completely real. I don't know what's going on with the world, but I got seven more. So let's start with uh, story number seven reported by Pippa News. These people, man. So there's a bride and groom in India because it's always most of the stuff that happens happens in India, China and Florida. That's just kind of how it seems to be. <laughs> yeah. Hot spots, hot spots, hot spots, hot spots. Yeah. yeah. So these two are in India and they signed a prenuptial agreement on their wedding day and video footage of them signing that thing went viral. And so my first question for you is, why did footage of a new married couple signing a prenup go viral? Oh, man. I mean, uh, who doesn't love uh, a good contract negotiation live? So uh, entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it is. It is. I mean, uh, you know, obviously we're from the world of wrestling. We've seen contract negotiations not too dissimilar from prenups turn violent. We've seen physicality. We've seen tables get turned over. So I assume this is just a big, as they like to, to call it, a scrum. I think that the families couldn't agree on anything and a big brawl broke out. A referee showed up. A title belt was somehow introduced to the situation. <laughs> That's my guess. I, I say just extreme violence, Jimmy. They brought out Adam Pierce. Yeah, exactly. You know? He made it a six man. Absolutely. <laughs> well, it went viral because they agreed to stipulations like ordering only one pizza per month and going to the gym every day. We've got the video from it. Joel, put up that video. So here they are signing it. It also stated that late night parties are allowed, but only with each other. And you have to take a good picture every day. And shopping trips must take place every 15 days. Gee, I wonder if the bride or the groom came up with that one. Oh, my God. Is that 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 can't be a real prenup. That, that's like one of those gimmick checks that you win from Publishers Clearinghouse. <laughs> that's not it a real be. prenup. Well, for his sake, I hope it's not a real prenup. You know oh, what I'm saying? Man, I, ho I hope he brought his lawyer to that. And his lawyer's like, Okay, so I can assure you this is not a legally binding contract right here. You know, I think that, that that's that's cute, though. You know, when you're young and you're getting married, uh, you, you like to have idealistic thoughts. Like, we're going to go to the gym every day. Right. Uh, we're going to take cute pictures every day. The thing is, getting married, you get older. You start to look worse, Jimmy. And, yes. uh, and all the pictures in the world aren't going to save that. They got filters these days, so maybe they're thinking that's going to help them. See, and I'm talking to the right guy because you're married like I am. You got kids like I am. You you and I are on the same wavelength when it comes to this stuff. Oh, absolutely. And here's a question I have to ask you because you are a married man. Did you sign a prenuptial agreement or did it even come up in conversation? What am I going to sign a prenup for? I'm a wrestling <laughs> podcaster, Jimmy. Get out of here with that. I got nothing. I got nothing. Again, what am I going to have? My toy belt, my toy collection? No, I didn't sign a prenup. I was even more broke when I got married than I am now. So there would have been nothing. I'd be like, you want to sign a prenup? Fine. You get half of nothing. 
<laughs> uh, well, I'll tell you a funny story. So when I was getting married, I wanted to do a prenup mm. because I'd made a couple of bucks prior to meeting my wife. And, sure. you know, I just, I just wanted to protect myself. But I didn't know how the hell do you bring this up in conversation? Oh, and yeah. Wh- wouldn't you know, my wife's father was the one that insisted that she do a prenup. Wow. Even though my wife's father doesn't have a ton of assets, but I think in his mind, he thought to himself, well, whatever I have, he's not getting my shit if something goes wrong. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So she came to me and she said, Hey, dad wants us to do a prenup. And I had to like, I had to like hide my excitement. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> yeah. Saved you the yeah. awkward conversation. Like, you know, sitting there eating a pizza, you know, <laughs> uh, there's a good Seinfeld rerun on. Do you want a prenup? Right. And uh, and matter of fact, I might have even melt it like I was offended. You know? You want to wow. do what? What? What is, is this, this you want to do? Is, you're putting this on YouTube. This is revelations right now. <laughs> Does your wife watch your content? Is she going to be watching this be like, wait a second. I didn't uh, know this. Get the prenup might, out. I'm going to see if I can IP block this one. <laughs> That's a good idea. See Renegotiation of the prenup. <laughs> All right, let's go to story number six, reported by Fox 11 LA. Oh, these people. So an armed gunman robbed a Boost Mobile store in broad daylight in Culver City, California. You're in California. Do you know where Culver City is? Oh, I used to live in LA. So, I mean, kind of, yeah. I'm, I'm way north of that now. But yeah, sure. All right, cool. Well, he robbed the Boost Mobile, and it didn't take long for police to catch this guy. So my question for you is, how did he get caught? Oh, man, he tossed the batteries out of those cell phones that he robbed. That's lesson number one. If you're watching 24 or The Shield or any episode of Dateline, you got to get rid of that cell phone battery. Interesting. Interesting. Well, in his case, two things happened. The first thing was he dropped a set of keys to the getaway car at the crime scene. That was number one. And number two, he was wearing an anchor monitor because he was out on parole. We got the video from the incident. This is courtesy of the Culver City Police Department and Fox 11. Joel, put that up. There he is there, walking into the store. He's got a black semi-automatic handgun. He walked away with a cool, hard $500 cash. Oh, all that for $500. That's Oh, so he did get caught. I'm sorry. I thought you said he didn't get caught. Oh, man, yeah. Yeah, Well, no, clearly he had to take that battery out of the ankle monitor then, man. It's just like a (laughs) cell phone. You got to watch Dateline 24 and The Shield to know these things. This guy, I guess he's not watching enough TV because he's too busy robbing shit, I guess. I guess. He's he's looking for the most lucrative Boost Mobiles, and all he could find (laughs) is one that had $500 cash. Well, because because he dropped the keys to the getaway car the cops found the car and wouldn't you know his clothes are in the car the money that he stole from the boost mobile is in the car there's a bunch of other shit in the car and then as i said he had an ankle monitor on because he uh, was out on parole for doing another robbery his name is 37 year old lawrence bell and so uh he's gonna do some prison time again so let me ask you have you ever i'll start with this have you ever had your vehicle stolen no, but I have had two lawnmowers stolen. This is a this is true. And this is, you know what? I'm not the smartest guy in the world. It's probably why I'm a wrestling podcaster and not like a data analyst or something. But back like 10 years ago, uh, my lawnmower was on the fritz. So I went out and I bought a new one. And uh, no, 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 it wasn't on the fritz. It got stolen because I left it in the front yard because I was like, nobody's going to take this old ass lawnmower. It, but it still worked. And was it a so- push mower? No, a push was, no, mower or a riding mower? No, it was a gas one. It was yeah, it was a push mower. A push mower. Okay. Yeah. Somebody took it. You know, hey, if 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 I'm helping contribute to their burgeoning landscaping <laughs> business, then I'm okay with that, I guess. 
So they took that one. So the next day I went down to the Home Depot or the Lowe's or whatever. I got myself another Sears, got myself another one. And I left it in the back of my SUV that night. They stole it out of the back of my SUV. Two lawnmowers in two days stolen. I wrote up a police report and I never heard back because they're like, this guy is probably, this guy's too stupid. He's like somebody who's going to steal from a Boost Mobile for $500 and <laughs> lose their car keys. <laughs> Amazing. So do you think the same guy stole both lawnmowers? It's entirely possible. Lawrence Bell. I got to write this down. Lawrence <laughs> yeah, Bell. Lawrence. Google it. Google it. Yeah, Lawrence yeah, Bell. See if I can do a 23andMe check on him. See if maybe his <laughs> DNA was left on my lawnmower. Yeah, I don't know. You know, maybe he just took the name of the store a little too literally, Jimmy. Boost Mobile. You can't Boost be going around mobile. boosting things. It's like they're welcoming it. They're saying, come. Come on in. Come you can in. boost whatever you want. <laughs> you know, I did a story on this podcast a while back about a guy that stole a push mower from somebody, but before he did, he mowed their lawn. I didn't get the benefit of that. Wow. They didn't even give you no. that courtesy. Small front yard. I was just out there trying to get some exercise. I, I like doing yard work because it's a decent form of exercise. And I was ready to do a little bit more the next day but they boosted my lawnmower. Wow. Why yeah. would somebody, and you said it was kind of like an old, not working great lawnmower. Uh, it was, I think it was working fine. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't anything special, but you know, people out in that night, that was my old house out there. And uh, there was like sort of a walkway to a park and there was all sorts. I found a bullet out there once. Uh, yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't the best. It was sort of adjacent to not the best area. Cause it was a decent little area. But then, you know, some riffraff would come over, steal a lawnmower, steal a second lawnmower, and then hightail wow. it back to their area. Yeah. What are you going to get for an old lawnmower, for a used lawnmower? Like, are they going to siphon the gas out of it? Uh, I don't know. I, I honestly think they're probably like, hey, you know what? We got two lawnmowers now. That's a business. That's a landscaping business. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's what yeah. it is. Maybe, it'd be awesome if they had to ring your doorbell like a week later and ask mm -hmm. you, if you, if you if they could cut your lawn for 20 bucks. Right. And you're like, I know that unit. Yeah. I know that machine. Well, I like you. I don't like the awkward conversation, like in a prenup conversation. So I wouldn't say anything. I just be like, yeah, sure. I'll give you 25 bucks. Can you <laughs> mow my lawn? I know it was you, but I, can you just mow it, please? I don't even want the thing anymore. Fascinating. Well, let's stick with the car theme with this next one. Story number five reported by Road and Track. Are you much of a car guy? Do you like cars? I like that they get me places, but I, and I've always wanted to be like a mechanic type. But I'm I'm more of an artist type. I'm not really a mechanic type. I, I draw the stuff with my hands. I don't fix stuff with my hands. Okay, good. So you're kind of like me in that regard, too. Well, there's a guy on YouTube. His name is Russ Stover. And he's got a channel called Autotopia LA. And he owns a 1964 Mercury Comet. And we got a picture of this car. Put that up there, Joel. Ooh, Look at that beauty right that there. Nice, beautiful, fancy red car. Now, over the course of 23 years, he has spent over $200,000 modifying that car. He put in a V8 engine. It's got a supercharger on top. It's got 1300, uh, 1,300 horsepower. Thing is a machine. It's a monster. So Stover and his YouTube partner, a guy named uh, Sean Davis, they took the car out for a street drive. And of course, they filmed it because they got a YouTube channel. So they, they wanted to take this, this monstrosity that he spent all this money on, take it out for a street drive. Uh, Steve, they ran into a problem. What do you think it was? A brick wall. Kind of. So oh. even though he spent all this time modifying this car and spending a shit ton of money on this car, the brakes were 17 years old. <gasps> oh. They malfunctioned, malfunctioned, and they crashed out of light. And we got the video courtesy of uh, Autotopia LA. Put that up. Oh, so here they no. are. Oh, here they are no. on the oh. street. 
And oh, look, no, look, look no. at him. Like, oh, shit. Break. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, God. And there, yeah. What, oh, here's the light. The light's coming. And he's like, brace yourself. Brace yourself. Bang. Oh, no. Look what at What a that. nightmare. The power of that car, they oh. say, might have been too much even for a modern set of carbon uh, ceramic brakes. Let alone, I think they said they were 17-year-old Willwood stoppers. And I'm not a car guy, so I don't even know what the hell that is. But that's what yeah. they were, 17-year-old Willwood stoppers. The, the car, the brakes couldn't handle it. Stover didn't recognize that he needed a better set. So they failed, as you saw. They collided with a bunch of cars at a light. Uh, his his passenger suffered facial injuries. He lost four teeth. Stover hurt his right elbow. Both men have made a full recovery. Have you, when you're not losing lawnmowers, mm -hmm. have you ever spent money to upgrade anything only to break it? Whether it, be, it could be a car, it could be a house, it could be a lawnmower, it could be anything. Have you spent money to upgrade anything or modify anything and then it broke? Oh man, I'm you know I'm a big fan of wasting money. To be honest with you, I've I've got I mean you can't see it, but I got all sorts of stuff going on here. I don't know about a time when I spent a bunch of money to modify something. I know. Speaking of cars, I had a uh, oh what was it? It was a really my 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 brother in law uh, was going away to the service, and he left us with his Chevy Nova. It was a it was like a seventy five or I think it was like a seventy five Chevy Nova, a beautiful car. And I was like, oh man, I'm gonna get I'm gonna become a car guy. I'm gonna learn about the ins and outs of these old engines, and I'm gonna be out there on a Sunday tinkering with my beer, being the most American I can. And uh, and it never happened. Uh, it sat in my driveway uh for a couple of years until he had it towed back. Uh, and in fact, the only significant thing I did drive it around a couple of times and it was a lovely car. Uh, but a couple, but at one point, uh somebody actually and and this was here at this house. It wasn't even at the last house. Uh, but I must be like Boost Mobile because I, I must have a sign that says, take my shit. Yeah, because, apparently, apparently. Because some motherfucker took... So they had like these $40, like some of the, the, the hubcaps that you just sort of snap on. Somebody stole all four of them, but then replaced the two that were on the side that were facing my house. So the two that I would see most often, they replaced those with evidently some cheaper, like chrome looking ones. It wasn't actual chrome, it was like spray paint chrome. And, and actually replaced the hubcaps on the car that they stole the hubcaps from. Oh, which fascinating. Confused me more than anything. <laughs> I, I don't mind if you're going to steal from me, but don't try to play mind games. That's some like Riddler Joker type shit, Jimmy. Interest, but then so so then like when you would leave and come back, you would notice the other two were gone. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So I guess they're just thinking we just need time. We just need time. Like if he looks out his window, he'll see that they're there. I just need enough time to get away. I, I like guess that. so. If he looks out there, he'll be like, "Hey, who are these two suspicious individuals milling about the Nova?" <laughs> but all oh, the hubcaps are still there, even though they are chrome, as opposed to I think the other ones were black. Yeah, I don't. I, I honestly have no idea. Other than I think these guys were just trying to fuck with me. That's all I can think. Maybe I don't know. Maybe they're fans of a different wrestling podcast. That might be like, where it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, hey, let's, let's let's fuck with this guy. Let's put it on TikTok. Interesting. So, like Chris Van Vliet was around a corner peeking from behind a house, carrying your hubcaps. You know, he's great at what he does. But also, <laughs> I, you know, you look behind those eyes. That guy might be stealing hubcaps, Jimmy. Uh, yeah, you got to watch the small town Canadians. You know what I mean. Yep. You know, absolutely, absolutely. Speaking, speaking as a small town Canadian. All right, let's go on to story number four reported by IFL Science. Gee, I can't wait to get your comment on this one. Oh, no. 
So an ICU nurse named Shenady had a a video go viral because she explained what medical professionals sometimes prescribe for a prolapsed anus. That's basically when uh, the rectum sticks outside the anus. I'm sure you know exactly what that is. I, I know exactly what that is. So she posted this video explaining what they sometimes prescribe. And she said the treatment, they refer to it as a Sour Patch Kid. That's what they call the treatment, a Sour Patch Kid. And so, Steve, I got to ask you, in this situation, what the hell is a Sour Patch Kid? Uh, well, obviously, you know, we all know it as a form of candy. And I, I honestly think that you, 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 put, you pop one in your mouth and it's so sour that it makes your butthole pucker back up into its guts. That is an excellent answer. And not quite accurate in this one. A Sour Patch Kid means that you sprinkle sugar on your butthole. We've got the video. Ah! Post on Instagram. Put that up, uh, Joel. So there she's explaining what it is. And she wrote in the copy next to it. She said, sugar pulls out the excess fluid from the prolapsed anus, causing it to shrink. And once the swelling is down, it pops right back in. So they literally prescribe sprinkling sugar on your butthole to suck that thing right back in. Now there's a lot of directions I could go with my next question. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> and it's like, what direction do I go in with you? We're on I'm the gonna verge ke- of age gating this video. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to try to keep it simple. What kinds of foods do you typically enjoy better? If you sprinkle a little sugar on it. Oh my God. I thought you were going to say, what kind of foods do you appreciate better? If you put it on somebody's asshole. <laughs> <laughs> that's private business jimmy that's private business you can subscribe to my only fans if you want to find out that's behind the paywall y'all have your paywall steve's really there steve's there yeah <laughs> um what was the question what oh a little bit of sugar oh yeah what, what kind what, of food what, do you like better a little bit of sugar what, on it. what don't i enjoy you know you get if, you, if you're gonna you're getting older you try any little healthier you, you get some cereal like some raisin bran uh-huh. I was a, my parents never gave me the sugary cereal when I was a kid, man. They I, I showed up at my grandparents' house once and she had bought the Fruit Loops and the Captain Crunch and all that stuff. And I was like, yeah. where's the grape nuts? Like I'm an 80-year-old <laughs> at the age of eight. And uh, and so yeah, but later in life, I was like, oh man, raisin bran is a lot better if it has some flavor to it. So I, I like to sprinkle a little bit of sugar on, on my cereal sometimes. Fascinating. So basically you buy the healthy cereal, but then you fuck it up because you dump a bunch of sugar in it. Yeah. And the great thing is like when they market raisin bran is like a healthy cereal. If you actually look at it, it has just as much sugar as the other (laughs) shit. So I'm really just doubling down on it. (laughs) What's your background? Like what's your what's uh, like is your background European or something or what is it? Oh, you mean like a 23andMe situation? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Honestly, so I look about as European as possible. Uh, interestingly enough, my mom is actually from Paraguay, so I am half Latino. Um, and uh, and so, yeah, but my dad is is as white as possible. I don't know what, you know, which which one of the European countries uh, he, he stems from. <laughs> right, like 18, uh, 18 uh, eras Just ago or whatever. A bunch of really pale people walking around, and I'm, I'm, the, I'm the product of that. <laughs> And then uh, a, a, a Paraguayan lady. Yeah. The reason that I asked that question is because my parents are European and my mm-hmm. mother to this day will put butter and sugar on a sandwich and eat that as a sandwich to this day. Hey, you know what? I've never thought about that before, but that might be my lunch today. I might give that a shot. I've, I've got an open mind. If you do, I would love to see a picture of it. Have you eaten a sugar sandwich? Don't forget the butter. I'll do an unboxing and a reaction video. Amazing. Awesome. I, I will make sure I send it to her. 84 years old. She's just learning YouTube. 
<laughs> I, love, I love old people figuring out stuff. Like I could talk old me, old people trying to figure out stuff is one thing, but when they're like double my age, I love that stuff, man. I love it. All right, let's go to story number three posted on the Linda Ikeji blog. This is how much research I do for this shit. I found something on the, on the Linda Ikeji blog. So there's a store in a South African village and they were promoting a competition that came with a whopping 10 pound sterling winner's purse, which is about 12 bucks US. Uh, Steve, what kind of competition do you think it was? Oh man, small village in South Africa competition. You get 10, 10 pounds sterling. Uh, oh man, I don't know what they eat. I'm going to say some sort of eating competition. That's, that's really popular these days. You know, I know uh, South Africa probably doesn't celebrate Independence Day here in America, but hot dog eating contests are really popular. I'm going to say their version of a hot dog eating contest. Uh, it was to see who could drink an entire bottle of whiskey first. We've got video of the winner. Joel, put up the video of the winner. This is from the Linda Ikeji blog. Look at this guy. Oh, this buddy. This local unnamed resident took up the challenge. He drank that entire bottle of whiskey Ugh. in under two minutes. Oh, God. It was 35% proof. Oh. Now, after he did that, he is said to have passed out. And according yeah. to the report, he apparently passed away <gasps> after that. All for 12 U.S. Oh, dollars. man. That's the guy a did that. That's a bummer. Yes. Now, I got to tell you, in my core business, because, you know, Fightful is not my core business, we do food challenges for cash prizes at my company events. And as a matter of fact, Sean Ross Sapp has participated in a couple of food challenges that I've done at my company. But it's always simple stuff, like who can eat a Caesar salad first? Yeah, you know what right, I mean? Right, right, I don't have anybody right. pounding back a bottle of whiskey for 12 bucks. It just oh, doesn't work like that. That's horrifying. Question for you. You mentioned the hot dogs. Yeah. Have you ever participated in any kind of a food challenge whatsoever? Uh, Jimmy, let me tell you, every day is a food challenge for me. It's a challenge not to stuff any nasty food I find in my in my fat ass. Uh, <laughs> no, in terms of like an official, we had, Larson and I, we had an, an unofficial one. You know, Larson and I, I, I told you, we go back all the way to high school when we were in college and afterwards. We'd always play one-on-one. -on -one. Literally just yesterday, we went down to the courts and played some one-on-one. -on -one. We have our weekly uh, game. But I remember one year we went down to our uh, local AAA baseball team, the Rivercats, and, uh, and it was dollar hot dog night. And we had our own unofficial eating challenge. And I think I was able to put away like six, and he was able to put away like eight, which is an odd reversal because he's a real little thin dude, uh, and I'm not. Uh, so yeah, I think that was a situation where, you know, once again, we put bragging rights on the line and, uh, and I think I came out on, on the low end of that one. Interesting. Now were these like, you know, they have like the big ballpark Franks like oh, this, no. but then they also yeah, make like no. the, cause you know, you can go to the store and you get the little ones, like a, like a dozen of them, but then the mm -hmm. big one, there's like six. Yeah. Yeah. No, these, these, these were not like big, like Dodger dogs or anything. I think, I think those are big. Uh, no, these, these were, these were normal, smaller size. These were, these were worth a dollar. I mean, this was not <laughs> anything special. And then, so yeah, no, this, these were small ones. And were they with the buns and everything? Oh, yeah, I was with the buns, yeah. And honestly, we were, there was no, like, we weren't rushing through this, dipping them in water, nothing like that. I was going to say, we, I, I was going to ask you that no, question. No, we yeah. were just enjoying the game. It was like, and I think we just, in advance of it, you know, we'll just throw it out there. Oh, dollar hot dog night. I'm, I'm going to eat more than you. And so we just spend the entire game, like, you know, uh, uh, reloading on the hot dogs. And it eventually, at like six or so, probably by inning three, I was like, 
I'm done. I don't want everyone to see another hot dog in my life, or at least for the next 24 hours. Right, guy. So it's not like you were sitting there with a with a plate of hot dogs and you just started pounding them down. Whoever could do it first, kind of thing. Nah, man. I I, I can't take that kind of pressure. I'm not a pressure uh, performance under pressure type guy. I need to relax and have my challenge in the most passive, uh, uh, enjoyable way possible. There might be video footage of Sean Rossap taking part in a sub. I think it was a meatball sub food challenge. Oh, and man. he he literally tapped out. As soon as he looked over and he saw another guy that was basically kicking the shit out of him, he tapped out just like oh, that yeah. instantly. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Uh, if, if, if the writing's on the wall and you know you can't <laughs> scarf that sub down, then, you know, why bother? Why, why worry about things like pride or ego? Uh, <laughs> yes exactly exactly male pride who gives a fuck <laughs> right just, exactly. just take the l take the l it's overrated take the l bow out with dignity is what i say <laughs> or lack thereof yeah exactly yeah. yeah well as soon as you post the video of you of yourself eating the sugar sandwich i'll find the video of sean not eating the meatball sub and we'll put them both up at the same time oh perfect it'll be a, a, a sensory experience <laughs> let's go to story number two this one was posted on tiktok so you might have heard about this one a woman went to a McDonald's drive-thru to put in her order late at night. And they told her that they weren't taking any more orders because it was late at night. Steve, what happened next? Oh, man. Food was thrown. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if it was fries or a milkshake or uh, I don't know if the McRib is still a thing. But if, it's, if, it, if it was an encounter to drive-thru window, food had to have been thrown, right? Uh, well, in this case, she climbed through the drive through <gasps> window oh, no. and she, she asked the manager to train her so she could make the food herself. We've got the TikTok video. This is courtesy of at Greer Greer. Jill, go ahead. There she is. This woman was all, look at that red dress this girl's wearing. Oh, Clearly wow. she had just come from some sort of an event. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, it's like the ring. It's like that girl in the ring. She's coming <laughs> through the TV. Like kind of like that. Looks a little better, but yeah, kind of like the ring. So she climbs right in the window. I'm sure she probably, you know, had a, had a few pops wherever she was. Oh, yeah. And uh, and there she is. And she basically asked the manager to train her so she could make her own food because they refused to make the food for her. You and know so what? that's what she did. I, I love this. I, I love this because it looks like everybody's having a good time. I've seen way too many videos of people getting, and I get it, man. Times are, we're all on edge. The way the state of the world is, everything's burning down. We're all on edge. You, you all you wanted, you want to go to uh, Taco Bell or McDonald's or whatever, and 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 fill your face with some garbage food. I get it. I've been there. I'm usually there most days. The thing is, you got to calm down a little bit. You know, if waiting in line at the grocery store is going to take a little longer because somebody's taking their sweet time up there, guess what? It's not the end of the world. What are you really trying to be in a rush for? So I like when I see videos like this where everybody's having a good time. They're cool with it. No fists are being thrown. And you know what? She's going to learn a new skill, a new trade today. I think that video is great. I mean, imagine 30 years ago, if Ken Patera, instead of throwing the, the thing through the window, had just climbed in the drive-thru and gotten his own burgers. You know what I'm right? saying? Yeah, absolutely. You know what? They say, what? Lift yourself up by your bootstraps, whatever bullshit that is. That lady was doing exactly that. She climbed through the window like the girl from the ring and was like, Sign me up. Let's get this going. I like it. That's initiative. That's ambition. Man, I, 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 I'm impressed because I've seen that video a few times and not once did the ring cross my mind, but now I can't unsee it. That's all I see. Black now. and white. And then you play it in reverse. And it's like, you know? <laughs> so, okay, I get this is a two-part question. The first part is, 
different McDonald's in different areas have their own kind of signature sandwich. Oh, yeah. Like, for example, I was once in New Brunswick, Canada, which is like the East Coast Maritimes, and they had a McLobster where oh, I was. Wow, yeah, yeah. So you being in California, like, do they have a, a you know, signature McDonald's sandwich that, as far as you know, is only in your area? Man, I honestly, like, uh, I, I'd love to give you an answer on this one, but I, I don't. I'm as, and it's kind of shocking. I'm not as well versed in the secret localized menu <laughs> items here in Sacramento, California. I mean, Sacramento is not exactly known as the cultural hub of the United States, nor of California. So honestly, it's probably just like cheeseburger. <laughs> you know, that's our localized favorite, or even more hamburger. You know, right, right, right. So right, right. I, I don't think so. Uh, I have been known to make. I, I got this from my dad. My dad, my dad's first job was Mickey D's back in probably 1967 or eight. And he used to, he used to do the whole thing where, you know, back then, I don't know how it is now, but back then they let you just make whatever you wanted to make went on your break so that you can stay fed. And they didn't care these days. They probably charge employees to do that. But so he would just put together like a burger. He put a bunch of fries on it. And to this day, he still has his burger with the fries on it. And, uh, and I've tried it a couple times. I can see, I can, I, I appreciate it. I think the fries are too much filler, but, mm. uh, but that, that was my dad's special out there, wherever he was growing up. One of the Springfields, I forget which one it was, but, uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's, it, it's Sacramento. We don't really have that kind of stuff. It's probably just hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, have you ever seen my cousin Vinny where they look at the menu and it's like breakfast, lunch, dinner. That's basically, <laughs> yeah, that's basically yeah, what you're Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's good. Yeah. <laughs> hamburger. That's, that's what it is. Here. <laughs> so then what are your favorite go-tos when you get the munchies? Just like that girl, she had to have oh, yeah. her McDonald's late at night. You know, what are your, what are your go-tos? Aside Man, from Raisin Bran with sugar sprinkled on it. I am, I am lucky that I live only two miles down the street from a Del Taco. Uh, I was devastated not too long ago. It was late at night. I was like, man, I got to get out and get some Del Taco. So I went and I went through the drive-thru and I heard the most devastating words I've ever heard in my life. It was honestly just tragedy. He said, I'm sorry, sir. We're not taking orders right now. And I drove past. I'm like, there's three of you motherfuckers in here. I want the grilled soft chicken taco is the best fast food item on the market today from Del Taco. And let me give you a little hint. If you, if you roll through Barstow and, and you go, because that's where Del Taco originated from. Uh -huh. uh, if you go through Barstow, they have uh, like, I don't know what they do, but it's like they got that they, they take extra special care with their stuff. Like we were on our way to like Starcast in Vegas a couple of years ago. We rolled through Barstow because we knew it was where the first Del Taco was. And Larson and I are both big Del Taco fans. And we went there and I was like, I didn't realize that like if you go to a prime location of any fast food restaurant, evidently they just jazz it up. These were like the most loaded, like soft, amazing grilled ch chicken soft tacos I've ever had in my life. So shout out to the Barstow Del Taco. Del Taco is my jam. Interesting. I guess they just, like you said, they have that pride, that original location I pride. Oh, so, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Interesting. Interesting. All right. Story time for story number one already. This has been fun, man. I wish I could go an extra hour because this has been fun. Oh, man. Story absolutely. number one reported by WCCO News. So let's get your take on this. Back in 2020, there was a man from Brooklyn Center, Minnesota. His name was Dennis Mola. 
and he reported that his garage and his trucks had been set on fire <gasps> and he thought that it was done intentionally because he was a trump supporter and oh, he had these God. trump 2020 flags oh, yeah. on his property here's some video footage of the damage uh courtesy of wcco there oh. is the fire that happened right there oh, wow, they found yeah. graffiti on the on the garage the graffiti said biden 2020 on it yeah and dennis yeah. says that he saw three people running from the home oh, after yeah. all that happened Steve, what happened after that? What happened next? Oh man, uh, I don't know, but I'm gonna t- I'm gonna take a guess at this one. I smell insurance scam. That's what I think. I think this guy was probably just chock full of debt. He probably ran to, into Trump's uh, uh, donation scheme that he was running <laughs> for a super PAC where he's just taking all the money. I think that's what happened. And this guy was like, "Dang it, I am neck full in debt." I need a way out of this, so I'm gonna I'm gonna set this whole place on fire, and I'm gonna blame it on those darn libs. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna own the libs by setting my place on fire for the insurance money. That's what I think happened. You are absolutely correct. Yeah, look at that. I win two years today. later. Two years later, they found out he did it himself. He filed several fraudulent insurance claims, and he was out to get the money. Here is a clip of him at the time oh, doing no. the woe is me story, oh, no. talking to the news, Joel. Put up that clip from WCCO. Our family's safe. That's the main thing. All this is material. It's, yeah. it's all material. Yeah. It's not as important as our family. Oh, man. Do you think his wife knew? Do you think his wife was in on that? I don't know. I don't know. But like he, this guy went the extra mile. So first he filed $300 worth of insurance claims. He collected on about 61 grand of it. He set up two GoFundMe pages and he, and he collected uh, more than 17 grand from that. So he faces two federal charges of, uh, of wire fraud. I don't know. You got a question if she was it. normally they have an idea. Yeah. You know what right. I'm saying? Yeah. Well, you know, you know what you're getting into when you get married. I was asking my wife over and over again, are you sure you want to? You sure you want to you want to live with this the rest of your life? You gotta know what you're getting into. I don't know. I'm watching that video, looking, seeing the the look on her face. She was just looking down the whole time, like this idiot. He is not going to get away with this shit. I am this this guy. He's probably been concocting schemes since they got together. But she's like, you know, who else am I going to get with? I don't know. I I feel for I feel for the wife. He suckered his way into that relationship. And now she's stuck with him. But hey, maybe she'll get a couple of years of vacation from this dumb son of a bitch. (laughs) You think that she thought I got no other options. So I got to stick with this bag of shit because I got no other options. Nobody else wants me. So I got to desperate times, man. Desperate times. You know, you get sometimes you get stuck in situations. You know, I can't if if Larson ever if Larson ever does anything to get on my nerves too bad. I can't leave going and wrong. We're attached to the hip. I'm stuck with him. If this dude comes up with an insurance scheme, guess what? <laughs> I'm ride or die, man. I'm right there with him. I might not agree with it, but it's like, all right, I, this is this is the bed that I made. I got to lay in it. That's why you got wrestle juice. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's, it's, that's got a like backup a, plan. That's like a 20th of my revenue compared to going in raw, man. That's where the big bucks are right there. That's that going the in raw money, are. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? I understand that you are an artist yourself. And as a matter of fact, we've got a couple of your uh, projects that you did. Joel, put up the first one. Look at that oh, right there. Yeah, did you yeah. hit, like, tell me how you did that? How, how did you draw that? Oh, man. I, so I've been an artist for my first failed business endeavor was comic book artist. 
Okay. Uh, yeah. And uh, and I actually published a couple of comics uh, back in the day. In fact, uh, so these days I just use I use uh, my iPad. I use Procreate. And in you fact, did that on an iPad? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really it's, good. It's crazy what they can do with iPads these days. And somebody had 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 posted that pic, like it's 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 referenced off a picture of Theory and, and McMahon. Yeah. And somebody had said that he looks like um I forget the name of the artist, but there's a, a Japanese uh, manga anime artist who draws those sort of really exaggerated faces. And somebody said Theory's face looks like this guy. So I was like, oh, I want to draw that. And so I tried to have it mimic like a Japanese comic, like a manga comic, but. Now, as part of our uh, uh, the Going In Raw Patreon, you can actually get the Going In Raw comic book right here. I was able to put my uh, my uh, skills to use here. It's a cool, full color comic book right here with me and Larson right there, and it's got all sorts of crazy shit going on. It was I don't know if I was drunk or high when I was <laughs> writing it, but uh, there's all sorts of crazy stuff going on in this comic. Uh, but yeah, no, I I I, I enjoy uh, I enjoy winding down and, and drawing some stuff. Yeah. So on the iPad, like, do you use like a pen on the iPad? Oh yeah, yeah, it's got, oh, you it's do here next to me. But yeah, the iPad has a. I think they just call it the Apple Pen or Apple Pencil yeah, yeah, or yeah, something yeah. like that. And it just links up. And I tried it like years ago when it first came out. I stopped in the Apple Store. I was like, oh, I want to check this out. And it's like one of the smoothest experiences. It doesn't really? quite replicate sort of the the experience of actually drawing pen to paper, yeah. but it's close enough, and you can do so many things in terms of like you know oh i messed up this line right here i can copy it and i can mess with it and get it just right so it's got pros and cons but i i'm, I'm hooked on the thing I, i've been drawn for for i mean i've been drawn since i was like 10 years old but yeah i got this ipad five years ago and uh and i, I love drawing on it it's, it's a lot of fun fascinating well that leads me to my next question just like what you saw with Mr. Whatever, whatever his name was, Dennis Mola. Uh-huh. Have you have you ever done any kind of graffiti? I'm not going to ask you, have you done any arson for insurance money? No. Yeah, right. Yeah. Have, yeah. Have you, have you ever done any kind of graffiti or artwork in a public setting, public property, any anything, even, I don't know, you know, whittling the heart thing on a, on a tree, you know, when you're in high school? Have you done any kind of graffiti or artwork in a public setting? Man, I love that you asked that question because just yesterday I mentioned this earlier. Larson and I went out and we played some basketball, and uh, and he's been struggling finding his shot lately. You know, usually we're pretty even up, but lately I've been on a pretty hot streak. And uh, and we've got this. <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, we went out and played, and he brought his lovely daughter uh, uh, with him, and she was bored, so she she brought a bunch of art supplies. She whipped up this little uh, uh, drawing and a little thing that says "King of Basketball." So at that point, because I beat him that day, I was the king of basketball. <laughs> and I, I, I had no problem not letting him win to impress his daughter. No, no, I'm a bit of a heel. I took that thing. <laughs> if anything, I'm, it probably made you try harder. Right, exactly. <laughs> well, that's what happened is that now. So yesterday we came back and played and because uh, uh, he beat me last week. I had a bad day. And this week I came back with a vengeance. I won the first game. Uh, he won the second game, but now everything we do is for the king of basketball. And so after he won the second one, we played a game of horse, which I won. And then we had a free throw contest, which I won. But the thing is, he forgot to bring the king of basketball trophy. So what did I do? I picked up a piece of bark in the park (laughs) and then I drew on it. Interim king of basketball right there. Beautiful. So this right here is my current king of basketball trophy. Uh, that will be back up on the line next Wednesday at the local high school. Amazing. It's almost like I knew that, and that's why I asked the question. You know what I mean? You know, man, you throw it my way, and 
knock it out <laughs> of the park. Well, I want to thank our guest, Steve, for doing this. This has been uh, a hell of a lot of fun. Tell the people what you're doing and where they can find you. Oh, man. Uh, so, of course, I've got the Going In Raw podcast, youtube.com slash Stephen Larson. Also, wherever audio podcasts can be found. I've got my solo gig, Russell Juice, uh, uh, which is uh, youtube.com slash Russell Juice. And that's just me ranting in the camera about various wrestling things. It's more sort of YouTube friendly than an actual podcast. Uh, and then I've got, uh, of course, on Twitch, Larson and I are very active over at twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson. And then uh, I've got, uh, like you mentioned earlier, W Steve W, my 2K22 E-Fed. Uh, that goes down uh, a couple nights a week over there at twitch.tv forward slash MF Steve here. That's where you can find me on the Twitter, too. So I don't know. Just just Google Steven Larson and then all of our shit will pop up. All the shit will come. All the exactly. shit will come. Exactly. Well, man, this has been a lot of fun. Thanks a lot for your time, and we most definitely have to do this again. Absolutely. This is a lot of fun, man. I like doing this stuff.